What up? What up? What up, though? Episode 30. <laughs> Big 3 0. We're Big adults. 3 0, man. We're, we're grown ups now. <laughs> Only by number. <laughs> Behavior hasn't changed. Right? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the Carbon Footprint. I'm Sean. He's Juan. And every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, and uh, talk about things that interest us. We try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world, whether they are good, bad, or otherwise. And so with that, sir, what's on the menu for today? Yo, man, we got a little, uh, we got the red wine. You know, we always like to drink something when we get together. So we got a, an anniversary blend from Cooper's Hawk, which we've had on this show before. Um, the second time. This didn't treat us so well the next day, but I'm, <laughs> it, it wasn't the wine. The wine's good. It was the volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, I think um, we're not, we're officially not going to finish this bottle, at least try not to. That's what we say. So yeah. if you, if, I mean, if, for those who don't watch the video or won't see the video, it's a mag, so it's not the regular 750ml, so it's two. So we've pretty much figured out that two bottles is too much for us. Yes. The next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a bottle a piece. I'm officially is... at that age, man, where I can feel any drink. If I drink at all, I know it the next day. Yeah, you know what? No, for me, it like, depends on what it is. Because I'll have, you know, like I'll have maybe a couple of glasses of wine in the evening, but and I don't feel that the next day. But every Tuesday, you feel hurt. <laughs> yes, that's when we. No, do I don't too. feel hurt, but I, but every Tuesday is like I know that I did drink the night before. A little sluggish. You see, I can do uh, as long as I'm doing like a good uh, whiskey neat or a bourbon. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Everything else, man. The next day, now my body goes. You drank last night, didn't you? <laughs> it's trying to catch the, up on the uh, the tequila treated me good. I will say, that. I, yeah, actually, that did, man. I was shocked. Yeah, I texted you the next day, like, yeah, man, I actually feel okay. Like I thought the tequila was gonna wreck me, but I was, I Dude, was fine. Back in the day, man, man um, a couple of friends of mine, um, some friends of the show as well, Ivan and Tito. Back in the day, man, I don't know even how many years ago this was. Probably fifteen years ago, we had a bottle of some nasty like. 1800 like jose Ooh. cuervo 1800 but we was drinking it with hot sauce what, a, what the f- so we're taking shots with hot sauce so wait you put hot sauce inside, inside the actual the shop. shop of 1800 yeah. which already tastes like unleaded gas. <laughs> <laughs> we wow. didn't know we didn't know any better wow hot sauce and it's what does like it do does it like it, it goes down hot and then the next day it come out hot. <laughs> <laughs> That don't even sound like fun. <laughs> no, but I remember that was like. Whose idea was that? I think it was mine. Because I think that they came down for like uh, like vacation. So we were kind of hanging out. And I was like, oh, you got to try this. I forget who put me on to it. I'm sure it wasn't mine. I'm idea. like, did somebody you run put, out of chasers? Somebody, somebody put me on to it. I don't, I'm not usually that creative. And, um, and so we, we were drinking these things, throwing them back. But what I remember was. Like I had, like those guys were drinking like tequila and then, the, I mean, sorry, they were drinking beer and then they were using these as chasers, but I was strictly drinking the tequila. And that's when I first realized that just drinking tequila with nothing else, like don't, no mix it. Don't mix it. Yeah. Um, it gives you sort of like a different buzz and it was more, it was more of a, it's more of like a high than a, than a drunk. If that, if that it's makes definitely sense. a different buzz. It is. Tequila, it is. It was for definitely. sure. I'm a happier drunk on tequila. <laughs> I'm a happier drunk on a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go down the hole, we're we're hole. <laughs> how different alcohol uh, make you feel yeah for real all right so yo this week my carbon footprint of the week goes out to plenty um they are an agricultural tech startup and what these guys are doing um i think they're based out of california um they have an indoor two acre vertical farm 
So they're basically producing vegetables in like a, a temperature controlled warehouse. Oh, wow. It's like an airplane hangar. Two, ac- two acres indoors. Two acres, two wow. acres indoors. But um, those two acres are producing what a 700 acre farm would produce. Wow. So they basically have like these, um, almost like these uh, uh, grates, like these sort of like vertical grates of where um, the vegetables grow and they're able to produce like a massive amount. They use like 95% less water. And then of course, since they're temperature controlled, it doesn't have to be like only certain vegetables can grow in California because of the temperature, right? Like they they can oh, really dictate. So you get rid of all the, I guess the soil, if you can bring in soil or whatever in. from wherever, or or I guess make the soil, because I'm assuming you could genetically modify the soil at this point to, to match like the soil in Costa Rica where only X whatever grows, then you could. I guess theoretically I, grow anything. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see about the. They didn't. I didn't see anything about the soil. You um, eat in genetically modified fruit, man, or vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you figure, like I said, if you if if you're putting it in or if you're growing it in in sort of quote unquote perfect conditions, why not? Yeah, that's true, man. That that um, uh, I think it's called Down the Earth from uh, Zac Efron. Oh, so yeah, yeah. they go to that place where the person puts That's like, on Netflix, right? Yeah, man. Actually, and I loved it, man. I love that. that I've seen show, a man. few episodes. Um, I have not watched the. I loved episode. it, man. And now, listen, I'm not one of these Save the Earth people. I think I'm well documented going. I hope this thing blows up the day after I'm gone. I don't want to miss nothing. But uh, just selfish. <laughs> yep. That's what it is. But um, it was a fascinating documentary. But one of the things he does, they go to this place, man, where they keep um, like uh, DNA of like a bunch of plants and fruits and all this stuff. And then okay. their, their whole thing is to like grow it and do all this stuff. But it was a fascinating, like he visited this place and they, you know, they walked into the science and stuff behind it, but it's a cool show. If you guys have never seen it, it's actually awesome. Yeah. And no, I think it's pretty cool, but these guys, man, so they're doing, um, they're reducing the CO2 emissions because you don't have to transport from different areas in the country. So they're reducing that, you know, that, those CO2 emissions That's with the, true. with the, with the shipping, right. Wow. With the logistics. Um, and then also being able to provide to communities who wouldn't otherwise get this because it's expensive because of the shipping. Uh, yeah. So you can put this in the middle of an urban yep. thing. And then, yeah. So you could grow stuff in the middle of Seattle, of, of Los Angeles, of New York City. Yep. Uh, and you don't have the. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it's, 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 a pretty it's funny, cool man. It's, it's, it's interesting because that, that's like layers of improvement there. Like you said, it's the CO2 emissions. It's the. You figure the um, less water access, the less water, and then you figure it's eventually price point, and because you know fruits, uh, the the se- the seasonality of it or the availability of it dictates the price point. Right. This is gonna keep it so where it's you figure to be expensive maybe initially, but at some point in time you're gonna be able to say, hey, this is predictable. This banana always costs fifty two cents, like no matter what. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is or where you live in the world. And then I imagine again, I'm no I'm no farmer, but I imagine. If you farm the same land over and over, like you have to do something to it, right? Yeah, whether it's yeah. whether it's fertilizers or or you know whatever it is to kind of replenish the nutrients in the earth, to kind of to to continue to to get the kind of product that you put out last time. Yeah, and there's you know there's places like uh, Iceland you can't farm, so they actually already farm indoors in uh, Iceland, okay. um, because they live on a giant uh, piece of lava basically, and, and so they can't plant anything so i think all of their farming is indoors oh wow. um so i don't know to what degree but that's where they get everything from otherwise things are super expensive it's why they don't have they don't even have like chicken or it's really difficult to come buy chicken there or or you know cow or whatever because they don't have farmland so to everything um, it is it's indoors um you know so they eat a lot of like goat and and you know stuff like that things yeah. that can survive in that 
Dude, you know what's the other, I was, while you were talking about the planting, the other part I just thought about, you were mentioning the farming is, <laughs> you know how many animals die from just regular farming? So like, you know, like it, it's always interesting to me when you get the vegans who go like, I don't eat meat because I don't like what happens to the animals. Like they kill the animal, right? And I'm always like, go Google what happens to animals in farming. Like in when, when you're, it doesn't matter what crop, dude, thousands of animals die because these tractors, these machines go over these fields. And when they're cultivating or even they're pulling this stuff, you're killing like thousands of mice and mole and blah and all this stuff. And that's all grinded up sometimes into your uh, yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so it's always hilarious to me to go like, no, you're just you're just not hearing about this. Obviously, like I understand. the. the I would imagine that the, the, the moles and the mice, you know, they're, they're viewed as pests. Well, yeah, we, we, we lowered them down. We lowered them down. Point. That's right. Yeah. So we don't feel Their lives. We don't, don't feel bad for them, bro. It's the it's the uh, the whole uh, the, the greatest advertising in the world from the squirrel. Because the difference between a squirrel and a rat is marketing because the squirrel has the oh, fluffy tail. But it's yeah. the exact same thing. Yep. Like if you look at a squirrel without a tail, you're like, like they're rats, shit. bro. It's a rat. Yeah. But the fluffy get tail, in, man. They get in your attic. It's marketing, bro. Oh. Dude, and they're and they're smart, man. They're, I, I have a bird feeder on my on my wind on my window, right? I have a bird feeder in the back on one of my trees, like the suction cup. But I have a window? suction cup one on my window, and so the top of the window doesn't have the screen. The screen's only in the bottom half. So I put it high enough because what those guys do is they will run up fast enough. What they try to do at first, they get up to the top of the screen and they like try to hook their, their paws up on the thing and they were able to in the beginning. So moved it up. And then what they do is they just get a running start. <laughs> they do the running start and then they, and, and they get it or they'll find something nearby and then like, Lunch. Like like flying squirrel lunge <laughs> to the window. You got squirrels pole vaulting through. Bro, your let me tell you, when I see that they actually get to the area that I, that I put it in, I go go for yeah, it. Yeah, you deserve it. Yep, <laughs> you worked hard for it. Go get them. But yeah, man, that, that's cool because I just thought of this also eliminates that whole you know animals dying and uh, pesticides and all that other stuff. Oh yeah, other thing, man. So no no pesticides, um, no herbicides. And then um, they're investors, man. Uh, Jeff Bezos is, uh, is an investor, SoftBank, and then um, Eric Schmidt, which I think is a one of the Google guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, man. No, shout out to those guys, man. That, that'll change. You know, again, it's one of those things a few years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, man, we used to do this outside. And um, dude, um, you just mentioned a couple of tech entrepreneurs there, man. Uh, so kind of my carbon footprint was uh, uh, Tony Shea, the, uh, the, the CEO of uh, Zappos. The CEO for over 20 years, he passed tragically this weekend in some random like fire or something. I still didn't see all the details, but um, uh, I'm sure you guys have all heard of Zappos.com. If you haven't, Zappos basically sold shoes online for years before it was cool to sell anything online. Zappos started selling shoes, um, turned around and sold it to Amazon, I think, in 09-ish. Or two. So, um, you know, obviously for a ridiculous amount of money. But aside from that, Tony Shea changed, uh, in my mind how you know we were talking last week about the things that home depot did for employees tony shea was one of these guys that um if you ever saw people from zappos who post the pictures online it was like bring your dog to work day and they had like the bouncy ball chairs and they had like he was one of these people who embraced the like the, the culture aspect of like hey you know treat people nice uh he was you know, about about the employees and correct right and do, about do the for consumer them. so he was always about employee and consumer so it was interesting he was one of the first people to offer free shipping it was like selling shoes and yeah. like free shipping right and and which is something we 
take for granted now. But when he was doing it, people were like, you're crazy. Why would you Why would you give away? And he would allow like multiple exchanges. Yes. Right. For, yeah. With the shoes. Yeah. He was he was Amazon essentially, you know, back then where you just but online and people thought like he was crazy. And it just started this whole movement of because people didn't think you were going to buy shoes online. Like, no, I got to go try on shoes. Like, why would I buy shoes online? And then, he made it easy. And he made it easy, man. Because like you said, he let you exchange it multiple times. He shipped it for free. He did all stuff. He was willing to lose money on certain aspects because his thing always came down to if I treat people right, they'll come back. Like they're gonna come back. And and he was right. Um, and then one of the the things that I I think respected most about him is he was um, over the revitalization of downtown Vegas, where Zappos was based out of. He actually invested a ton of money in the community itself. Um, so rebuilt Fremont, uh, rebuilt all these. Um, he yeah, donated dude, hundreds of millions of Fremont dollars. Fremont was to that. crap. It was garbage. Back in garbage. I mean, when when I went. Shit, man. I don't remember when when I when I went, but it had to be like either late nineties or early two thousands. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't what it is when I went, you know, a few years ago. Yeah, no, when we went maybe four years ago, five years ago, Fremont yeah. was, was nice. It was, it was cool. revitalized, yep. it was cool, it had a nice little um area downtown, uh, new hotels were being built. Um he's actually putting a ton of money in retail and condos and apartments and like high end stuff and um arts for schools and so he's invested a ton of money like hundreds of millions of dollars into revitalizing so even the mayor of vegas is obviously like hey man this is huge because he was on this board that that was overseeing this building out of uh fremont so i hope someone takes that over and contributes and keeps contributing like what he, how he was contributing the sad thing is this guy just retired over the summer which is from zappos from zappos yeah but he was but he was kind of sinking his stuff into like he was continuing to do the the, the downtown Vegas. Yes, stuff. the downtown Vegas was like his full time thing now. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. he was with Zappos for like twenty years. Yeah, he got hired. I think in like in the early like ninety nine, ninety nine was it or something like that. Yeah, ninety nine. And they were making like one point two million a year. And then I think when they sold it, they were a billion dollar in in revenue. In revenue, yeah. Um, company when he sold it to Amazon, and then he stayed on for an additional like. 11 years afterwards and like you said just retired from there like over um, the summer i think literally like yeah August. it was this summer yeah yep it's crazy his um so he died from complications from a house fire that he was in so basically from like the some, some burns smoke and the smoke in it ah uh, okay and dude, dude he's my age i know 40, man. that's why 46 dude, years old young guy man and everybody all the stories that you've always heard about him um you know they're like yo this dude was obviously loaded You'd never be able to tell. Always treated people kindly with right. respect. All stuff, man. It's a shame, and you know, man, give people their flowers while they're here, man. This guy, obviously, in the tech world and in the entrepreneurial space, was super well respected and high regarded and all that stuff. But I think, in even people, you know his, you know his product, you know his stuff. You just don't know it's him, right? He's he's the the brainchild behind this Apple right. thing. Um, and then obviously, you know, again, I think helped take Amazon to where it is now because when Amazon took over, it was like. Hey, you still run it though. You still run Zappos, and then how can we kind of work together? And so, so he is definitely responsible, I think, for the changing of the e-commerce space at the way we know it today. Yeah, I think in the in the like in the mid '90s. So he's like a Harvard graduate, mm-hmm. and so he, yeah. I think, one of his first things that he did was um, he was in like the online advertisements. So he was sort of in that business space. Of yeah. where he would get you know big companies to kind of come in and go hey like are you on your web or we'll flash your advertisements on different web pages and like that's, like, I mean, that's how it's the banner ads stuff the like pop-ups that or- yep and so and then that from there i think he went into i think microsoft ended up buying that company i can't remember the name of it um but then afterwards he started some like um some investing firm and one of the companies they invested in was zappos 
And then Zappos later on approached him and was like, yo, like, come over and, come run and, and run this. And, and he did. And it was uh, obviously a huge success. Um, man, de- definitely one of those guys that made an impact and, and, and gone, you know, yeah. way, way too early. Way too early, man. Dude, um, before we get off these entrepreneurs, <laughs> so, so Tesla, you see, is adding Bluetooth to uh, all the Tesla, like not what, Bluetooth. Whatever Elon does. <laughs> It's good. Black, to go. It's blessed. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, Elon trying to watch the world burn. Peace. This. <laughs> he's gonna. I'm afraid. He's putting like a Bluetooth connectivity between cars. So if I'm in a Tesla and you're in a Tesla and I'm next to you, I could basically uh, communicate with you via the Bluetooth. I mean, like I could chat or even send a message to you as long as I'm within a certain vicinity. You, I'm assuming if you're the receiver, you can deny it. I, you would right, have I, you would to, have absolutely, to bro. Right? You know like, how many selfies people flicking each other off there's going to be on this <laughs> <laughs> when you cut someone off and you know the the airdrops of the fuck you asshole. <laughs> I don't understand why why would you want to do that? Bro, you say this, but this is one of those things where it later is. on we're going to go how, how do we did, live without How did we live without it's it? It's the microwave. Bro, can you think about you know when you're trying to get it in, in like in a lane and you can just go, "Hey man, like I need Let to get in. through. Can you help me out?" And people will go, "Oh yeah." <laughs> nah, that's true, bro. You know it's funny, man, because I have like dark tints on my window, yeah, and so too. when people have to get in, you know, they'll be waving at me, but they can't tell if if I'm looking at them or not. <laughs> and it's funny to see how like their reaction if I'm looking at them and I'm and I'm just going like choosing to ignore them, but they're waving, but they have no idea that I'm looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, it could just do like a Bluetooth drop. See, I just get treated like an asshole. Nobody lets me in. <laughs> no, ever. It's the it's the look on your face. It's the that's what it is. It's they know you. No, 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 my tip, no, no, bro. Now it's the now it's, it's the, the car. car. It's the car, bro. It's it's you know it's funny it happened to me in my previous car, not to this extent, but people will legitimately like speed up. Oh yeah. It's almost like this guy don't need no brakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's weird. Well, that I don't think is just you, man. That shit happens to all of us. It's the it's the yeah. I think I don't, it, you know it's man. funny, man. When you get like into traffic jams like that and people go, like they speed up just to not let you in, as if they're gonna go somewhere faster than you, you. about to be there 0.2 seconds right. quicker than the next like, guy man uh, yeah that's that's, that's crazy <laughs> anyway I, I don't know you were saying that they actually have that drop-in feature on yeah, so, phones? so iphones you know iphone has a thing called uh, airdrop i'm an android guy man yeah so i am an android guy too but uh i i know about this iphone feature basically airdrop lets you send a message or a picture or video or whatever to people who have you can iPhones. send a video yeah you can send the whole thing it's actually like their preferred way because i think uh, the video transfer is faster and it doesn't go through like the signal because oh. it just it goes through the air. If you ever listen to like... Uh, so it is via Bluetooth. Yeah, you can do it through... I don't know if that or proprietary software between Apple. I'm not sure. Okay. But you can do it between iMacs. So if I have an iPhone and you're sitting there on your iMac, I can be like, oh, dude, peep this video. And then like I can just drop it to you. Doesn't I know Samsung has the... Like you can transfer files yeah, you between can tra- phones. It's their version of um of, of AirDrop. Uh, I, Samsung, I'm going to tell you right now what they call it. Um, they have a share feature that's called like Samsung Share or something like that. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I can't, but they have a version of it. But yeah, the 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 thing that made it famous was Apple's uh, AirDrop. So this is basically Tesla's version of AirDrop. <laughs> like that's how I see it. I'm like, all right, so Tesla has an AirDrop. Yeah, no thanks, man. <laughs> Not for for now, right? Freaking five years from now. Dude, you know, I was looking at I was looking at cars this weekend, and and I'm not gonna buy one. Get one? No, bro, I'm not doing. It. Make a poor decision. I have. <laughs> I work. I work from home. It's I'm gonna, a car guy, so you can't ask. It's me. gonna sit. It's gonna sit in the driveway. It don't right? matter. But I'm looking at one, and it's like in the same price range that I would pay for. I would probably say like a lower range Tesla. 
Okay. Or like say say like a Model Three, but like the higher version of a Model Three. Okay. Right. Makes sense. And it's like no contest. I'm in already. The, but the the higher version of the of the Tesla, like it, the 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 features and functionality, the the automated driving, um, the fact that you don't have to buy gas, like yeah. all of the features that it comes with, it's it's like you know the over the air updates, like all of that shit. I'm going, why would you spend the equivalent money on a combustion engine vehicle? Um, like I don't. So I, I, don't I wrestled with this because I almost got a Model S. Ah. Um. I did not hear this story. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I'm, I I'm almost I positive I told nah, you this. Okay. I did not hear, so I, I would have Model S would have would have you know. Okay. Gave See, me so, a twinkle so, in my so eye. I almost jumped into Model S, and uh, I actually really like. Have you been in them yet? Have you driven in it? Not driven. I've been in one, but I'm not. Okay. Driven. So it's really fun, like you said, the technology. Uh, there's some knocks against it that they're not deal breakers, but the biggest deal breaker for me is the fact that I can't hear an engine. Cause again, like I'm a car guy. So I like the, the, like the engine sound and stuff. I, so I wouldn't care. It's dead silence. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like a go-kart. Yeah. No, it's literally what it's, it's like an electric go-kart. Not, not, it's like a, like, like a golf cart. Yes. There you go. That's a yeah. better, yeah, yeah. It's like a golf cart. Um, it's stupid fast. The technology on the screens thing, the interior is super simple, which also annoys me. Like the, the, the quote unquote leather that they use is cheap and all. Really? So like that stuff. Yeah. It's off putting. So when you get um, in, dude, past the monitor and then the cluster gauge, everything else looks nothing. It looks, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah it's very right. basic. So then when you go, I got to spend 60, 65, 50, maybe on a use or whatever, 45, you're like, all right, I want the interior to look like I paid that much money for a car. But um, the the deal breaker for me was the engine sound. Now, I say this, though. Don't they have some kind of shit? Yeah, they... but it's not the same where you no, can no, no, mimic no, no. But, the sound. But right, they have it. Yeah. They have like, this thing where it mimics the sound of a combustion engine. Of the engine. combustion engine. But I'm like, nah, I like to hear the actual sound. And no, um, I want to be silent. Nah, I love Silent but deadly. <laughs> I, want, I like to be obnoxious. And then fucking, <laughs> but I say this, though, and I'm still in a couple years, I think I'll, I'll get the Cybertruck. Like that, I'll get it. Um, it's gonna be silent. As no, it is, but I think I won't get it as like a main car. Like it'll be like the because have you seen the price point on them? They're not that bad. No, that's what I'm saying. What, what like like I'll get the cheapest model. I don't care. I just need to it go like pick 30 up. Or 40? It's like 36, 37 yeah, yeah, for their I cheapest model. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I'll go get that to go pick up you know, shit from Home Depot. Somebody's gonna listen to this and then go on. What you mean only 30 <laughs> or 40? But no, but if you listen, look at every car now, car, is 30 yeah, something cars in now. the cars in the U.S. and that's like. That's kind of normal, dude. I can't get a Camry for under thirty if I want it fully loaded. It's ridiculous now, dude. It's, you can't get a fully loaded Camry for thirty. Nope, I can't get. It's probably dude, like it's probably like if 40, I get out, I'm at like twenty eight. Matter of yeah. fact, if I get an Si or Type R Civic, I'm looking at almost forty. No, Type R is like fifty. Is it really? Yep. Yes, yeah, it's nah, stupid, bro. That, bro. I don't even like. How do you say that with a straight face? I spent fifty G's on my on type a Civic. R, on a Civic, nah, man. I'm I'm out. It's not a Civic. You just gotta say Type. The R. crazy thing about that is they keep their value though. Well, Hondas in general do. Yeah, really Hondas well. in general. Yeah. yeah. But I can't. I can't stomach it, bro. No, no way, man. I just, dude. I, so, um, did like, did you see the? You probably didn't watch it, but the the Bahrain Grand Prix, uh, Grand Prix was this weekend. F one Formula One race. Okay. Uh, I think Lewis Hamilton no, won, and he wins I, every fucking race. But, I definitely didn't watch and, it. So, um, dude, there was a crash like right at the beginning. I want to say lap one. Um, this guy, his car splits in half. The car explodes like it's engulfed in flames. It looks okay. like a movie. This, this is Formula One. This is Formula One, okay, right? Okay. So you've seen those cars. Those guys' heads yeah, are out. There's like there's like no cars. There's it's nothing. Like, it's like all wheels, like yeah. four wheels and somebody sitting in yeah, in, in a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's a canoe and four really fast wheels, bro. So this guy, his car explodes, flips, splits literally in half. He, um, you know, they're like, there's all this emergency personnel. They have like fire extinguishers. So they're trying to put out the flame. This dude literally emerges from the flame, walks away from it. He's not on fire. His hands, he's shaking his hands. So his hands did get, um, which I guarantee you they'll figure that out now. Um, but you know, those, those suits they're wearing are fireproof. Yep. And then he walks away and he's shaking his hands and he's like, his hands caught fire. So he did get like bandaged all in his hands. But this guy literally walks away from a crash that splits his car in half and explodes, man. And then I was like, it, it got me thinking of like the, okay, 10 years ago, that guy's dead. Oh, yeah. And maybe even five years ago, this guy's dead. But it was like the the technology aspect of so what saved his life and i think he even came out and said this was i hit the hans device which i don't know if you're familiar with no so the hans device is like this thing that they strap it's essentially a shoulder pad man and the shoulder pad has a strap that clicks to your helmet so you don't have whiplash so it's like a strap and when your head goes to shake it holds it there so it can't go forward or back it has a little bit of wiggle room but essentially you are never going to have that traumatic like whipping effect right as a matter of fact, if Dale Earnhardt would have been wearing this, it would have saved his life because it, 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 there's this like, specific skull fracture that um, it starts with a B. I can't think of it right now, but that that race car drivers tend to get or people in car accidents in general. There's a specific skull fracture that they get from the impact and the whiplash effect that this essentially uh, avoids. Yeah. Um, and the Hans device, the guy went after was like, yeah, yeah, there's no way. So your, your head is literally like locked into this shoulder strap thing, okay. like this device. I think it's almost like if they took your helmet and like bungee corded it to the headrest. Yeah. I guess that's the best way I could describe it. So it so, al- allows some movement, but not much. But not much. So your your crash at exposed thing, your head just stiff there, right? And so it, it never allows for that, um, that impact or your skull to kind of get fractured. Anyway, this this guy it got me thinking when this when this thing first came out, man, NASCAR was like it was a thing and some drivers used it. Some drivers didn't. And I remember when NASCAR mandated it and these guys were going nuts. Like, I can't believe you're making us do this. Like, fuck this. We're race car drivers. Like, you know, we should be able to have the choice and da 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 and like all this stuff. And you're going through trying to save your. It's life. like wearing the mask exactly what it's like man like you like think of it just got me thinking of like think of all the stuff that's come up that was at the time they're like we're doing this for your well-being and people were just anti against technology anti anything new anti any like kind of evolution of the species i guess for lack of a better because like i'm like this thing literally you couldn't put it in a regular car because of the way the seatbelts have to be designed but you figure we're only it's only going to come so far before someone even figures that part out it, because it's the way the regular seatbelt wouldn't hold it down. It's the shoulder straps really that keep the harness piece down and all that. So without getting too far into like the, the, the mechanics of it or whatever. So you couldn't put it in a regular car now, but you figure eventually that'll happen. It will be resistant to that. But the, the rate of death dude that has significantly dropped in like F1 and NASCAR and all this stuff. And you go, this guy, like I watched that and I went, that guy's dead. And then, Literally just gets up and walks out of a car that is on fire. And I went, fireproof suit, Hans device. The vehicle was designed probably to split in a very specific way to where his cockpit area kind of separates off from the rest of it. Like, it's all this stuff. And I go, man, these are all advances in technology that have literally made something where this guy's going 250 miles an hour around a track runs into a wall and he walks away from it like nothing man yeah dude that's that that's nothing you would figure when when they advance technology even further and it gets into the day-to-day cars it'll be something like it won't be there until the car senses it's going to be a crash and all of a sudden this shit just comes and then 
you know, protects you. It and, basically says it mimics your front airbag, but all uh, like okay. on the back. So it like mimics front airbag. And, but yeah, so you're right. Eventually someone's going to go, how do we make this deploy right before the crash? Yep. Because you get cars now that are so smart that can literally sense, you know, dude, did you see Audi, the car with the headlights that, that fly away? Why would they fly away? They're, bro, <laughs> it sounds stupid. Why would they fly let away? Me, let me mm. take you down this road. So, <laughs> is something that's available now or is it coming It's out? a concept car that they're, that they're toying with this okay. idea. But the headlights turn into drones and will fly ahead of you with your car to light up the road. So if you're at night and you know how sometimes you get to these blind spots, the headlights will literally take off for you. And they'll literally illuminate the road as you're going around. Get the fuck out it's of here. It's wild. You got to watch the video. There's a video of it. I'll show you after this thing. It's insane, bro. And they so keep then, up with the car. So the car's moving and the, and the road's right. turning. The headlights move with... It's a drone. It's literally following the car. Like, it's guiding you almost. It's in front of you. It's stupid. I can't even explain it. And then, so, is there... Is there further technology that basically says, oh, there's something here, put the brakes on? Yes, and it'll I, alarm you. So, right. like, something's coming up ahead. Uh, and yeah, and then they go back into your car. It's, <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, I saw it and I was like, this is insane. Like, I love this. <laughs> this is amazing. You know who needs some fucking head restraints? <laughs> Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, somebody might want to check. Is he awake? Yo. Is he- <laughs> Snoop Dogg said it best. Good night, Irene. <laughs> Yo, they need to get Snoop Dogg as an announcer on on major. Yeah, he was good. Stuff. He was amazing, and yeah. he's hilarious. He was good. He's hilarious. I'm like, dude, I'd pay money to watch a separate broadcast with Snoop Dogg just calling it. Yo, so I love that guy, man. Oh my god. So this this past weekend, um, in case in case you guys missed it, uh, there was um, a boxing card that was headlined by uh, Roy Jones versus Mike Tyson. Um, but had several undercards, um, one of which was Jake Paul, which is like famous YouTuber guy. He's the better fighter <laughs> from what I hear. <laughs> so Jake Paul against Nate Robinson, who was a, a pretty good basketball player in, in his day. And um, Jake Paul, to his credit, He's been putting in some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's 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 been on this he's boxing training. thing for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I think and that, he's fought already before. Yes, and I think that I mean he's done some YouTube videos where he allows like like actually good professional boxers Ryan to come Garcia in to do and the hit body him. shot thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he started off with with some of that, but the guy's clearly been training, and then it just kind of is funny because you get these. Um, like elite athletes i would i would say nate robinson falls into that because he was yeah, an nba player right yeah. so um if that, nate robinson walked into your local ymca he's busting everybody's ass oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah it's not yeah. even yeah i don't care how small he is he's busting right. everybody's ass and what and he's probably what he's he's five eight or something, something I, don't, like I don't know man maybe with, with the shoes on <laughs> he's small man dude well he came in there and jake paul put this dude to sleep and i didn't understand he looked it, bro. bad bro bro he looked as a matter of fact i was surprised that the that the referee allowed it to go the second time because he got knocked out the first time knocked down the first time he's five nine five nine so he got knocked down the first time he got knocked down three times total i thought it was twice was it twice i could be be wrong but this the one before the final i was like his eyes were his eyes weren't there and and i I go (laughs) dude like stop the fight like don't let it go on and he's going He's holding the back of his head because he had rushed in. <laughs> and then Jake Paul like hooked and kind of caught him towards the back of his head, knocked him down. And he takes forever to get up. He gets up. He's holding the back of his head like like somebody just hit me with a brick and yeah. in my head. And then 
And then the referee's like, do you want to continue? And he's like not answering. Or maybe he's verbally answering that you couldn't really see. Not as had, yeah, I don't know. Um, but the ref's like, come to me. Give me your gloves. And he wouldn't even follow those directions. And it's like, that's enough for the referee to go. And he let it go? He let it go, dude. Oh, so, so he tells him a wow. few times, give me your gloves. Give me your gloves. And he finally gives him the gloves. And then he lets him go. <laughs> and Jake Paul hits him with another check hook, like Mayweather style. Oh, man. It <laughs> Bro, was the memes afterwards. Were, <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh, you didn't, dude? <laughs> I didn't go on social media Bro, right he now. wasn't awake yet. And the memes were, like, flooding. Oh, my God, dude. There was one that said uh, the people were trying to wake him up. They said they're trying to wake up Nate like it's time for school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody photoshopped Simba. You know when Simba's dad died and he's over the body? Like, wake up, Dad. Did somebody Photoshop Simba on Nate. <laughs> it was so great. Dude, I was actually, like, concerned for him. Luckily, yeah, dude, I mean, Jake Paul's not a professional fighter. Um, Clearly, he has had some training. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you, man. Don't, don't you know, you're not going to be a good athlete. Like You're not going to be a great basketball player, a great football player, what have you. And then come in against a trained fighter and be successful. Waxed. I don't care how I flip. So did you are, see? Dude. After that, it was like... um. Lance Stevenson was posting like, "I want Jake Paul." Yeah, they don't. Some no, other, he doesn't. Some other guy. There was like three people that I saw that were like na- like three names, and I'm like, "You guys are stupid." You're stupid, dude. Even Jake Paul, where they asked him about, uh, like they asked him like, "Oh, would you fight like LeBron?" And he goes, "No, that guy's too big. Like he's not stupid. He knows. Like I'm." And Jake Paul's to, like, probably like he's a big dude. Is he? He's huge. He didn't look that big in the he ring, is, man. He's if, a lot bigger than Nate. If Nate is 5'9", he can't be more than like... He's he can't be more something. than six foot, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's six something, but he's stacked. Like, Jake Paul's stacked. Like, he's diesel. He's, oh, a, he's a little stocky, dude. Well, you I work think, out every day. Think, Everybody looks stacked I think, to me. I think I, <laughs> I, I think our and... definition of stacked is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, having said that, I ain't going into the, I ain't going into no, the ring with Jake Paul. Dude, right? just, like, like you said, it just goes to show, like, you're a trained... Boxer, it's different. It's a different. Like, uh, so somebody always says this. One of the boxing announcers go, "You can't play boxing." Right. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you can't you play boxing. Yeah, dude. You have to do. It. You get caught, dude. It's just, <laughs> it's a different ball game. Then Jake Paul has gotten knocked out by dudes before too, and he's and he's taken the whole Ryan Garcia body shot challenge. Which again, bro, Ryan Garcia weighs 130 pounds soaking wet. I am not letting Ryan Garcia punch me in the stomach. Nope. Zero chance. And Jake Paul lets him. So <laughs> like, nope. And but man. I think this is the future of boxing, bro. Dude, so you figure like if this goes, not now you have guys lined up essentially, right, to fight Jake Paul. If you're him, you go, okay. Dude, he shattered records last fight. He fought another YouTuber like they had a beef, quote unquote. I can't even think of the guy's name, bro, because I wouldn't know, but I guarantee you my kids do. Is Jake Paul just strictly YouTuber? Yeah, he's like a gamer. He's a YouTuber, man. I can't even remember how he got famous, but he's just doing stupid shit on YouTube and um he's huge now dude i guarantee you jake paul probably your kids will know who he is oh no they absolutely know yeah, who yeah. he is yeah and his last fight against this other youtuber i can't even think of his name right now but i think they fought twice maybe even he broke pay-per-view records yeah broke pay-per-view record this is the future of boxing bro because boxing is so trash right now you're gonna need someone like a jake like seriously if you need the younger generation you're gonna need someone like a jake paul and then celebrities to just fight you. this is remember celebrity boxing the clay people yeah this is it mm-hmm. in real life <laughs> like we're there it's wild man i'm like so did you watch the tyson um 
I didn't see Roy the fight. Jones. I did watch the clips and the highlights and stuff of it. I, I, saw, I refused. To I pay saw the for fight. That. I didn't pay for it. I knew it was going to be trash. Somebody put it on YouTube probably. the next day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I watched it. I guess the the best description came from again from Snoop, <laughs> and he goes, "It looks like." Two of your uncles fighting at a family barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, somebody pay Snoop to be an announcer quick, dude. He said, Nate gonna get up from that. He from the hood. He alright. And Nate was still out. <laughs> dude, it was like one thing that I that, that I did appreciate as a boxing fan, um, and, and as a and as a kid growing up watching watching Tyson and then watching Roy Jones, like Roy Jones was my favorite boxer during a certain time period, right? Back in the day. Didn't fight nobody, but he was a beast back. Well, he fought everybody in his weight class, yeah. but he was he was just not into really moving up or down. No, he was no. like, just come, you know, whoever's in my come, weight come class. To me. Yep. Yeah. And so both of them kind of showed, I would say, flashes of like, oh man, like 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 Tyson's, like like his like his movement and then his and then his shots. Now the shots are not, not nearly as hard as when he was younger, but that whole movement, you know, when he kind of comes in and bobs and weaves and then throws and like crazy, right? Um, but Roy Jones held him most of the time. And then on Roy Jones' side, he was doing some of those like no look jabs and you know, the shit that he does, right? That's something that, 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 that he was known for. So I think, man, that this was kind of agreed upon. Like, yo, I'm not gonna take any wild like bombs at you. You won't take any wild bombs at me. Let's put on a good show and we'll it call it a really draw a, at the it end. It wasn't really a good show, bro. Like every time Tyson came in. Roy Jones is holding him. Like I, I think that uh, Tyson was trying. He Roy made, Jones, I ain't stupid. I ain't yeah. trying to get hit. Yeah, I don't care if Tyson could be sixty, bro. I'm not letting him punch me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like he's still. You seen what he looked like? Nope. He looked good. I'm not letting him punch me, bro. It's just not gonna happen. I, you know, I'm gonna be curious to look at the pay per view numbers. I bet you this outsold the last two boxing pay per views combined. Yeah, but this next one coming up is gonna be good. Yeah, but I bet you it still won't sell as much as this one. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, dude, I. So Danny Garcia uh, and Errol Spence, who are two of the top in that weight class, two top in boxing. I don't even say weight class. In classes, boxing, in boxing, but, but, in right well, but two of the top. Yeah, they're in the top. If there was a list of top six, seven people in boxing right now, they're in. They're it. in it. And um, yeah, man, I bet you this this Tyson uh, Jake Paul thing and all that outsells it. I just don't think the casual fan is gonna tune in for Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. You could be right, man. Hey, I'm going to be, I hope I'm wrong, man. <laughs> but I just think that's how dead boxing is, that you're going to need this to sell. You know, it's, if they're smart, they you, put you these put, as undercards. Right. You, yeah. put, you put a Jake Paul yep. in there as Say, hey, undercard. Jake Paul's going to fight Lance Stevenson on the undercard and stuff, and people would buy it. Because then you get like the kids who wouldn't buy the boxing fight, who would buy it to watch Jake Paul. Right. And then hopefully stay on to watch the main event yeah. and go, oh, this is actually good. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll be like, oh, I like this. And maybe you hook them with the liking of, of that um, boxer or whatever. But, dude, I yeah, I guarantee you this. Dude, I wonder I wonder if, if baseball takes the I'm sorry, baseball uh, boxing takes the, the the baseball arrogant approach and goes, nope, we're not doing that. that that's a that's a fiasco. Those are exhi exhibitions. We're putting on uh, real fighters, which I can see in one respect. But like you said, to draw in the new audience. You really need to do you something need to. like that. I got baseball. I fix baseball. One word, bro. Let him juice. Or one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> See, Robinson Cano got caught again. I'm like, so? Let him all juice. Yeah. Like, make it he, interesting. He's out man. for the whole year. Right? Whole season. Yeah, I'm like, so, good for him. Let, let him juice. Baseball. Let him juice. Let people get hit with balls. <laughs> Yo, did you see the, um, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Fuller? I did. So so Sarah Fuller, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, collegiate soccer player um, at Vanderbilt. Um, made history by being the first woman 
um, to play in a in on a male football team in the Power Five conference. So if you guys don't know, it's sort of like the five conferences um, in in college football that actually matter, the match, right? Yeah, that, that the, the big court, names, the yeah. big names. Yeah, because right. two girls have played in the other conferences. She would be the third yeah. girl ever to play in in college, but first one in Power Five. I think five. That, well, there's, there's been two that have played in Division One. Yes. And then she's a third division one, but the first in the power in five. Power five, right? Okay. Um, there's also a, there's, there's another girl um, that had a Super Bowl commercial a couple of years ago. Tony, what was it? Uh, Tony Harris. She actually has a scholarship. She's a, she's she plays safety, and she has a scholarship to some really like small like Methodist college in Missouri. Oh, yeah, like, she actually got a scholarship like to a play. Year, well, I don't even know where the Liberty is. Um, I can't remember what the hell the name of it. Oh, um. Central Methodist University. Yeah, that's in, why. In Missouri. No, but true. But but still, there's there's plenty of guy talent out there, right? So the girl, for sure. She's that's how be, little we think of soccer. Good bro. enough. We, we we went eh, girls team, boys team. Just pick a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> that's how little respect we have for soccer. In the US. Now, did you see the kick? I did. All right, so so the, so I thought you it was, didn't see so it. was it purposely done that way? I guess answer me that. Was they, it purposely done that way see, because it was like an onside kick situation or but it wasn't, a squib they were kick getting, situation? They were getting clobbered. Yeah, so what are you scripting it for? To get it back? I don't know. Or no, then you, do, then you do an onside kick. So that was her legitimate kick. Okay, so so here's the deal. So the, those of you who didn't see it, she gets on the field in the second half at some point, and she does a kickoff, which kickoffs normally, if you're if you're a good, powerful kicker, the ball's going in the end zone or close to There's it. no physical contact whatsoever if you do it right. You just blast the ball right. and walk off the field. And she kicked it like, 30 yards? 17 yards or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they were making, you know, man, it's funny because like the, 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 the media is making this whole big deal. And I was like, that's cool, right? So like, you know, for me, I, I just go, yo, progress. Yeah. Like right? I'm glad she got her shot, right? Like it was cool. But when I look at that, I just go, eh, it's the clicks, right? It's the like, she's not going to stay on the team. And like, it's not going to lead to anything. And then the head coach gets fired the next day. That's what you get for trying to did build he, on equality. Did bro. they really? Yep. That'll, that'll show you to put a girl on the football team. They <laughs> said, he done, this motherfucker gave up on the season. <laughs> yep. He gave up on the season. Because by the way, these guys are 0 and 8. And, yeah, and, uh, and they got, got, got annihilated. It was like 40 something, nothing, nothing yeah. dude. And then they go, uh, and then they fire him the very next day. So the thing that gets lost in the headline is like, like, they're like, oh, first female kicker, da 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 da, and then somewhere in the bottom, they're like, head coach gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what was that yo, called? Like, like I yo, missed that. you didn't, you couldn't find one five foot eight dude named Kyle that could kick, bro. Like, not one. <laughs> Listen, man, Vanderbilt is not known for their sports. All right, <laughs> but come on, man, you couldn't, you couldn't go to the Vanderbilt men's team, then go. That's how you know this was done as like a. It's right. Like, like let's like we. Yeah. Our season is failing. Bring in the girl. Yeah, let's do something to make headlines or get on a thing. Listen, man, and uh, no kudos, to kudos them. to her and yeah. them for taking the the like I guess the risk. Even though you're zero and eight, so it's not a risk. But <laughs> coincidentally, the day after he puts a girl in the kick, and her kick, and by the way, she kicks it out of bounds like thirty, which is a penalty. So she oh. kicks it like twenty two yards out of bounds on a kickoff, which is then a penalty of fifteen yards. So her net net was like six. <laughs> And then they took her out. Go back to playing soccer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't put it as my carbon footprint of the week. <laughs> I thought about it, but then I went, that's not impressive. Like, I could have done that. 
So they showed her practicing before the game. And she was like kicking like field goals, mm-hmm. right? That's what I wanted to see. She never got a chance because they can't score. They, they can't get close <laughs> they enough. They can't get close enough. Man. Yo, you know what? I, I do think that if you could get a woman to kick consistent 40-yard field goals, like accurately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put, like you Carly could, Lloyd. Remember there was talk that Carly Lloyd, was, she, she went to the Eagles training camp. And then she was going to be on the Eagles preseason team, I think, this year. But then the whole preseason thing got, like, thrown to shit. But Carly Lloyd, who's a world-class, obviously, soccer player, yeah. multiple World Cups, blah, blah, blah. Um, she could probably nail a 30 to 40-yard field goal consistently. I think someone like her would be able to do it. Dude, because, like, guys like Robbie Gold, right? He's a former Bear player, so I know him from there. Now he's with the Niners, been with them for years. That dude put him 40 yards or closer. Like it's money. Like oh, for, the for Titans him, kicker can't make shit under forty five. <laughs> Everything over forty five, he nails. He can't hit a damn thing on. Yeah, we purposely take penalties to make it longer. <laughs> he can't hit shit. <laughs> but if you could really get somebody, like I said, get a get a woman that that can do consistent forty yard field goals, yeah, then then you know you're not gonna get the the sixty yarders or whatever, which is you know just most guys can't make that. Um, but I think it's a, there's a there's a chance, and so yeah, there's a, I like, think I think you'll see someone like from the USA team, like the women's uh, uh, World Cup team, right, get onto like a preseason roster in the NFL. And again, it'll be for like the the pomp and circumstance of it all, right? But what happens when she's got to go make a tackle, or when someone goes to block and they nail her? And now that, you have I think, a I think lineman. That, I think that's more. Yeah. Right? So like, you have a lineman who's 6'10", 357 pounds, and you have a woman who weighs 122, 5'3", and she gets nailed by that guy. Like, come on. Yeah, that I can see more. Um, the fact that she doesn't go and make a tackle, most kickers mm-hmm. don't anyway. So I'm not even mad that's, at them. That is also true, because guys named Kyle who are 5'8". Yeah, that's right. Can't. Yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> so that's they, a fair point. They'll make it seem like they want to go make a tackle. See, I'm not sexist. Not I'm happen. just anti-people under 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> Yo, staying with the women thing, bro. Did you see um in Poland? So Poland basically like abolished um abortion. Like all of it? Like all of it. Like so all no forms, term, no yeah. Like all matter. forms of abortion. So they've been having like big time uh protests in the streets. Like crazy, crazy protests, right? So that so much so that the government was like, Okay, we're gonna put this on hold. But because the because the law was sort of passed, most of the hospitals stopped doing it. They're like, it's against the law. I'm not doing it. There are a few that said, okay, well, it's it's on hold, so we're still gonna offer the we're still gonna offer the service. But there's not many. Do you think ever a a group of women legislators would be allowed to say every man has to get uh, a vasectomy or not allowed to get a vasectomy and we would never pass that law? Bro. Never fucking ever. It'd be anarchy. We treat women and and I say this after saying they can't play football, but we treat women <laughs> like shit. It's fucked up. Like the th- that would never happen the other way around in right. any way, shape, or form. You know, and and I was thinking about it, and I'm going, why don't you know when it when it comes to 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 matters that that really affect women. Like, why don't you put a board of women together and let them come up with something or let them, you know, or, you know, let, and I don't, I don't know if this got voted on by the people or what have you. I do know that Poland is predominantly a Catholic, um, you know, a, a, a Catholic uh, country, right? And I know that in Catholicism, you know, there's sort of against abortion. Um, I mean, they're even against like birth control. 
So I could see sort of the religious factor in there. Um, but man, I'm just like, and, and, I, and I do see the other side as well, right? Where they go, hey, like, it's a, it's a life. Is it but, though? Dude, it's. Where, I guess, what, what do you define as a life? Where does that start? And I guess that's the age old question, and that's, right? And that is yeah. the age old question, but it's like, I mean, cells, cells are living. Yeah. Right. So is it, is it human life or is it life? Because if it's life, it's, it's definitely like, it, I mean, a, a, a sperm is life. Yeah. Right. And so, so once, you shouldn't be giving out no pearl necklaces and no <laughs> facials because you just killed a shit ton of babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like from the nuanced, you know, like definition of life, right. You could go. Yeah. And so you need to have women, more women involved in decisions that affect women. So I think that would have gone the same way if women would have made the choice. Depending on who you chose. So I think, right. And I think it's because one of the things you said there was like predominantly Catholic. And also the biggest thing holding back women from making progress, I'm going to use that term loosely because they, you know, obviously they've made progress, but it's women. Women themselves, I think, hold, women for the most part, hold themselves back. I women hate on other women right whether it's for looks or it is true bro yeah dude how many how many times have you been around a group of women and someone walks in who's semi good looking and they're like oh look at this hoe it doesn't matter what they're wearing it doesn't matter what the thing like women will be the first to hate on other women like they don't empower each other they don't they don't look out for one another for the most part they yeah. are they are some, right there right? are some right i'm gonna use that i'm not gonna say that all of them but right but for the most part you see women tend to kind of hate on each other and so if you don't take yourself seriously you don't empower yourselves you expect us to kind of do it for you like it this doesn't make sense and i will say from a professional standpoint and this is from years kind of being in management dude i i have very rarely had a woman and it's happened, but a woman that will either interview or come and ask me for a raise or, you know, like come and ask me for a raise and say she's worth more or in an interview, tell me, hey, I want X, Y, Z. Right. Whereas, um, you know, like I'll give you an example. So I, I may be interviewing for the position. I may interview a man and a woman the same day. The man might come in and be like, I want blah, 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 blah. And he'll say it right. The woman might come in and say, well, um. You know, I was making this, but I'm open minded to the negotiation, blah, blah, blah. Like right. men, we're I'm not saying that we're arrogant and sometimes to a fault. Right. Like there's this arrogance and this self like uh, we think we're worth more than what we are. Right. Because most of those men were wrong. And I would say most of the women who undersold themselves, I went, you're worth more than that. Right. And and but they just didn't come out and and ask for it. But and more times than not, I get guys who will aim and maybe it's the theory of I'm going to fucking aim for the stars and hope to hit the moon on the way down. Right. Whereas women always come in and they're more practical, like more of the, um, you know, like if you're willing to give me this or like, uh, you know, like and or the, if they want to ask you for a raise, they kind of beat around the bush to it. Where like most men in my experiences in that position have been, they'll come in and just be like, man, I want more money because blah, 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 blah right. I have had women do that, but I would say that if I had to say how many, I would say I've, I've might have had two women do that, and I've had twenty men come in and do that really? like, uh, from teams. Like so, I feel like they hold, and maybe that's our fault. Maybe we've made them feel that way. I don't know what that is, but I feel like they're the ones holding themselves back from progress. Like like the even man, I'm gonna go but, back. But also re talking. remember that, like I mean, they, right now there's a, mostly you know men are in positions of power. Correct. But so you remember last year or year before when women were fighting about the not having equal pay to the soccer team. Remember the women's soccer team was bitching and moaning about, hey, we want to get paid what the men get paid. Yes. They signed the deal. They were actually right? better than the men. 
correct. They were. They're way better. But they signed a deal. The men's deal was actually shittier than women's. And no one talks about that. The men's deal was shittier because it was contingent on like all this other stuff. The women took a guaranteed salary where the men took a, hey, for every win or whatever it was, we'll take like X amount. It's like an incentive. The women didn't believe in themselves enough. So they took the guaranteed money, which was way lower. But had they taken the deal that the men took, they would have made way more money. So it was hilarious that what... a year later they go, we're worth more than that. Well, yeah, dude, you were the one who agreed to this a year ago and you knew you were a, a championship contender. But who's negotiating? that well the women right because it's like a player and where they offered that well they vote they They vote right so it's like a player's union right so you would think that they vote so the women agree to that deal and then when they realize like holy shit people were actually watching us during the world cup and we won all these games like we got screwed but what they didn't say was we signed this deal we were offered the exact same deal the men were and we turned it away because we didn't think we were going to get that like we took the guaranteed money versus the incentivized money go look at the men's dude the men's paychecks are based on incentive which means they get paid on the wins so if they don't win as much they don't make shit right and so the women didn't take that deal they took like this basic salary deal that guaranteed them a certain amount of money which obviously wasn't as much as the incentivized deal but like to say that you got screwed in that whole deal was like you just signed that contract you agreed to that we gave you the other option you're the one who turned that down like they deserve to get paid like it was the first time we were all watching soccer let alone like uh or women i mean it was the first time we were watching women's soccer let alone soccer in general like we were all kind of glued into that team they were good they were entertaining they were like they deserve to get paid. But to complain about, like, hey, we've been done wrong after you agreed to this deal that you yourself didn't believe enough in yourself to vote the other way, for, you know, to the incentive deal, like, it's, it's I don't know. It's, I'm actually surprised that, like, if you thought that you were worth more initially, and if you still wanted to take the guaranteed money, why wouldn't you just sign a shorter term deal? But it was only like a year into the deal or something like that. It was like, it was fresh. The deal was like brand new. Oh, wow. So, I think I, so, so, I, I say so, that to say, like, it, it in my mind, it became the, the, the self-esteem thing where you went, do we take this guaranteed money or do we take the money, uh, the, the, the version of it that's like, if you do well, do you believe in yourself enough to take that one? And they did it. Like, that's that's what it boiled down to. Like, they didn't believe in themselves enough to take the deal that would have paid them more money had they performed to a certain level, which they did. They were good. No one they can probably take that away from them. them. They, yeah, they far surpassed it. But they were offered the exact same deal. And you, and, and you took, the men took the deal that was incentivized, and you guys took the deal that gave you the basic, the, the, the bottom floor, like guaranteed money. But I would be hard-pressed to believe that even had they taken the incentive, the incentive deal, that the dollar figures would have matched what the men's was. I, I bet they, I bet it didn't. Probably not. But I think the other part of that is also like there's audience, right? There's there's TV ratings. There's audience at games. There's all this stuff. That's, and that's again, it right there. When was the last time? Like, do you know a woman who bought a women's soccer jersey? No. No. Right. When was the last time you saw a woman say, hey, I want to go to a women's uh, basketball game. I want to go to WNBA game. I want to go to a soccer game. Wanna... No, Never. they don't support themselves, but they expect us to do it for them. It's like my beef with this whole thing is like. With with sports, guys will buy jerseys, will go to games, will go to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch. Blah, blah. You never see a woman go, hey, I'm going to go buy Sydney LaRue's jersey because Sydney LaRue's awesome. And I want to be supportive of that. And I know that if I buy that jersey, I'm supporting that brand. Unless the person plays basketball and is really into it. Right. And, and, then, and then in that rarely. case, they're probably still getting a LeBron jersey. Yeah. And there's exactly. <laughs> it's very casual. So it's like you can't exp- like you got to meet us halfway. Right. Like we I like we want to be supportive. But then you if you don't support yourself 
yourselves or you hate on each other, how are we supposed to like then meet you there? Um, or you expect us to kind of fill in the gaps between what you failed to support yourself in. Like, I, I don't know, man, that always drives me crazy because I just go, women are the first ones to hate on each other so hard. So you feel like the women in Poland would have still been like, Absolutely. even as a, still, still they would have went on the no. religious card. The, the women in Poland would have said like the religious card. Oh, you're a hoe if you get pregnant and you don't know, like, you don't want it. But like, I, I think women would have voted against their own. Um, I think the ones on Twitter would have said, no, like we want this right. Blah, 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 blah. I think when it boiled down to it, the women who actually would have been in positions of power to do this would have voted against their own self-interest because now is that because of, their age and upbringing and religion yeah it's, and, it's all of that right it's, it's age it's upbringing it's that so and then it, you have and those put, are the people you're going to put in power but that's that's so then, so then the committees that have to decide on that have to be diverse enough to make you know to make the decisions for the people rather than like again man this is the it's, it's one i think it's i think abortion question though because yeah. abortion so there's a um because obviously you don't hear there are states that have been there's a version of abortion so let's say your wife is pregnant and she's like nine months and about to give birth right and let's say on the uh, on her on the bed where she's about to give birth they go hey there's this complications you know whatever it is and they go it's you or the baby like right like and they ask you as the as the husband and the father they go we can't save both right and let's say most people go and they go, but by the way, your child's going to have severe disabilities, blah, 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 yada, right? And most people go like, this sucks. I hate to make this choice, but I'm going to pick, right, like my wife over the baby because the baby's probably not going to make it anyway, right? The Legally, in these states that have banned like late-term abortions, because of the way the medical procedure works, technically you can't carry that out now. So now I have to risk the woman's life because I can't do the procedure that would terminate the baby's life or pull them out. Because it would be considered an abortion by legal standards. Wow. So, like, when they vote on this, there isn't the nuance to say, hey, no late-term abortions unless X, Y, Z, da, da. They just go, nope. And it's all this other, like, terms and conditions that no one reads. And we all just go, you know, like, I, I get it if you're religious and you don't believe in that. Or you believe, like, hey, six or seven months along, that's a, that's a life. Like, I can understand that logic. But then you eliminate what you never consider that there's all this nuance and you eliminate all the nuance. Right. And I, I think that when when you, you know, when you're going off of your religious beliefs, you automatically assume like whatever's in God's plan is going to happen, whatever that means. And and so you go, you know, like, no, don't don't abort. Nope. Don't kill the baby. No. You know, like if if it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. And if it's not, then it's not. And you leave it in 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 God's hands. Man, I think that as. As a husband, like there's no way that I would say save the baby's life and not my wife. No, because you know the wife, right? You don't. I mean, unless you don't like your wife, <laughs> you might be like, you know what, bro? Wait a minute. Tell her I chose her. But... Wait a minute. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, if she asked, I chose her, but really save the baby. I'll, t- I'll take my chances with the corpse. <laughs> It's like I, I whenever I look at these like laws like Alabama did recently in a couple of other states, they eliminate all of it. And so there's hospitals that do carry out procedures like life saving procedures that go. I can't even do them anymore because they fall into that bubble. Oh, wow. And so uh, it doesn't even become an option anymore. And I think that's where we fail, where we go, hey, you got to give them up. Op- and, and I'm also just a fan of the like, listen, no one with a penis should make these decisions. Like uh, and we let a bunch of old guys essentially dictate what women can do with their bodies and that would never fly See, the that, other way around that's my problem yeah i think it's like it's like a, a bunch of old guys making decisions 
for women everywhere and then just going like you know basically using their religion to back it up and it's like dude your god didn't come and talk to you and say this is what it should be yeah you know and and i don't know man, it, it, it kind of drives me nuts um i i do think that as humans you know we are hypocrites when it comes to life you know where it's like okay well even if you say once the sperm enters the egg it's a it's what is it, a zygote i believe yeah whatever. at that point right like so it's a life i don't disagree with that but i go hey how many lives of of other living things do we terminate and you know on a on a whim and why are they worth more than or why are they worth less than human life yeah and i so my beef always with that too is like all right so when that baby is born that you didn't let me abort and it turns out to be gay does it have the same rights because you were pro-life before so is this is this baby now so are you just pro-life and not pro-rights what about if this baby's trans what if this baby turns out to be a crack addicted? What if uh, it's homeless? What if it needs its college paid for and it can't afford it? Like, are we are we pro life then? Are we gonna treat like, or are you just like, what what do you define as pro life? It's like I, whenever these states pass that, it's always the states that are like anti gay marriage, you know, anti trans rights, anti this, anti, and I'm going like, oh, so you're pro life, just not like living people. Like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid like i i go just not people in it society. just doesn't fit the narrative of the of the right. religious aspect right it's almost like now there has to be a disclaimer when somebody goes you're christian you go wait republican or like classic like what does that fall into like og <laughs> like og christian like what are we talking here you know it's like the excuse like i i think these are the people that give like religious folk a bad name because there are some beautiful things about religions in general but it's the people who use the religion as an excuse to be hateful that I think really bring down the rest of of of, of the religion, right? Of, of and and make it so where you're just like, no, why would I join that? Like, it's a, so part of the religion, I have to hate this other group of people. Like, that doesn't seem like a peaceful way to live. Like, it's just, I, I don't know, man. It, it, there just seems like we always remove layers of nuance, and humans are complicated people, and we always just try to oversimplify things and take out that that aspect of it. But um, yeah, I can't. I didn't know Poland was that kind of. Um, stringent i guess or or that conservative i yeah, don't even know if I that's the word i don't know if that's i haven't i haven't seen the last like two days or so um if they've you know made a decision one way or another um i know that the 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 law was sort of put on hold um i guess for further review so uh you know stay tuned for that one we'll see how that, we'll see where that goes yo man, well, man did you see that uh so some researchers in in um in israel in the tel aviv, tel aviv university um, came up with this what could lead to the cure for cancer oh shit so and I, I need to read some of this stuff right so essentially they have like they demonstrated that this CRISPR genome so spelled C-R-I-S-P-R oh so this is the the genetic basically recoding the yes. recoding DNA it's okay, that that's same what the CRISPR thing. system is right. yeah, okay, yeah. okay perfect so yep. so and, and it's very it's very uh, uh, sort of COVID-19 vaccine-esque, if you will, right? Where the idea behind it is that they would inject this genetic coding that would essentially go into the cancer DNA and clip the DNA so that it can't reproduce, right? This is kind of the idea behind it. And so no, no human test yet, but in their, in their uh, tests on la uh, lab rats and, and mice, um, it was like an 80% survival rate for ovarian cancer and then like an increase of uh, or a 30% survival rate for 
um, like a, a really advanced type of brain cancer. Which brain cancer is normally like less than 10, right? The, it's, what's the it's difference than, between? Yeah, it's less than 10. It's less than 10. Yeah, so you figure it's increasing 20-something so percent. Yep. Uh, fuck, I'll take those odds. If. The part that, that, that they don't know how to do yet is how do I deliver that? How, how do I take this thing and, and deliver it appropriately to those cancer cells? Ah, like, like you have to target right. the cancer cells. So you don't know if that's a vaccine. You don't know if that's a... Um, because one of the way the CRISPR thing works, I think they literally pull out your DNA, like extract it. I don't know if it's blood or whatever. And then they go in and literally reprogram it, like your uh, coding, okay. like like your coding software. Yeah. Because um, that's what that whole CRISPR thing, because that's so CRISPR, I think it's what's going to lead to them being able to identify, oh, you have the gene that um, makes you susceptible to breast cancer. We're going to go ahead and take that out. And uh, you have the gene like, so I, I think do they take it out thing. or do they reprogram? I think they just reprogram it like okay. it's no longer cancerous. Or Dude, isn't that fucked up? I mean, that's fucking I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's amazing. See, but we're OK with playing God in that scenario. The, I am. Right, like not, yeah, at least I am. Not everybody. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. There's there are but some people who will. I am. But yeah, if yeah. you tell me right now, like, hey, you're gonna get this blood work, and anything that's a risk for you, we're gonna go ahead and remove, or we'll give you a shot. I'm gonna be like, sign me up, bro. I'm not <laughs> like, I want to die. I'm, I'm trying to because I made there. poor decisions. I don't want to die by surprise. <laughs> Like, I want to die because I fucked up my liver in my own accord. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know I mean? But you know what, man? I wonder, did the did the whole COVID thing, so being a pandemic, right? Okay. And then us basically thinking outside the box and coming up with this, like, hey, we need a vaccine, like, tomorrow, not two years from now. Does that now go, hey, oh, shit, we can do this. Here's some new methods. And then now does that lead to, you know, something like like resolving cancer? forever dude you figure hiv aids it's almost unheard of now that someone dies from hiv and aids dude now now it's like a it's one of those like normal like drug commercials yeah. on tv humera <laughs> it'd be on normal tv yep. it's like yeah and and you just you take this pill and you're good and to you're go good. motherfuckers doing cartwheels and and, yep. and skipping through the park and you're like did you get diagnosed with aids and dude, i remember when 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 uh magic johnson did the press conference for aids i cried dude, and i was a kid and thought, i was like this dude's dead tomorrow yep I'm like, this guy is dead. And I remember crying. And now it's like, mm, okay, like, take this pill. You'll be all right. I'm assuming he doesn't have any traces for it anymore. None, bro. He would point, test right? negative at this point because wow. of, and he's lucky enough that he has a certain type of blood cell that it happens to be very good at fighting it off. So with that coupled with the medication has like amplified the, the I guess, the effects of, of his own body kind of fighting it off. But still, he would have been dead, you know. Ten years earlier, he would have been dead. I mean, you think of who got it uh, later after him, like Easy E. Um, oh, yeah, and that was like almost ten was, years later. Maybe, maybe eight years later, maybe, right? And, and he died like and very quickly, yeah. right? And and so you figure, and I don't know, Easy E doesn't have the same doctors Magic had or whatever. But I, I think all the money, I yeah, all the money, or I think it had something to do with Magic at the time. Whatever medicine it was, it just targeted certain blood cells that Magic happened to have. Um, don't quote me on it. Just Google it, people did. But there's a reason why. But he would test negative. I think same thing with Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is HIV positive, whatever. I think if you tested Charlie Sheen right now, you wouldn't find a trace. And he couldn't even pass it to you. Wow. Which is insane if you think about when when I was a kid. And I'm, I'm 34. So when I was a kid, that was a death sentence. Absolutely. In the 80s, bro? Yeah. That was absolutely a death sentence. And even early 90s. It was like, oh, that person's dead. Like, And, and it, was, it was such a pandemic. At the time, I remember being in, in, in the Northeast, like being in Jersey, being that proximity to New York, people were falling left and right in New York getting um, AIDS or HIV. It was insane. And now you're like, oh, yeah, OK, like that sucks. Here, take this. 
So you're going to live a full life. Like, it's just crazy to me. The We're so resistant, though, to things like that. And I understand, like, the um, the concern with a vaccine, especially with uh, uh, with the covid vaccine like the cancer one i guess you're more willing to take because you go i don't have anything to lose i'm gonna die if i don't take it yeah and, so. and, and let me be clear there is no vaccine this is sort of like a a breakthrough um in the in the study so we're years they, away from they, being they still there. need to be able they, they still need to figure out you know obviously do more tests there's there's been no human trial so no we did not have found the cure for cancer but they have found something that could potentially, potentially be but you figure right? a decade from now dude we're gonna be it's gonna dude, be a completely different world we talked about this i don't probably a few episodes ago maybe several episodes ago um we asked the question of like 100 years from now what are we looking back on uh as as like the member like what's what's barbaric and i was saying radiation treatment for cancer because i, I think 100 years from now or less it'll be this oh you have cancer we're gonna we're, we're gonna go send this thing to target those you know those cancer cells and we're gonna just stop it like it's radiation what like it's gone it's gone yeah they're gonna be like okay you guys used to die from this that's what they're gonna do yeah you gotta you figure our grandkids are gonna be like what you guys died from that i think i mean i have to go look this up because i don't want to throw what well, i'm just gonna throw it out there anyway i think dude cuba even has supposedly like some kind of vaccine for lung cancer or something like a trial thing because obviously they smoke a lot and and lung cancer is very prominent. And I want to say they had something that was like, oh, you take this and it'll prevent you from getting it. Like, really? And I think Cuban doctors are so like because they don't have the access to, to technology, they've been forced to kind of have this ingenuity naturally and 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 figure out things without the, the they've never had the benefit of of all this um of all these resources that we have here. So their doctors tend to find that's why man, Cuban doctors get flown all over the world for stuff. Really? Like South America and all that, because they tend to find homeopathic or, or more natural ways or like they're, they tend to I don't want to say get smarter, but they don't have access to the same resources. So it's almost like they have to use their brain power more and their learnings of the medical science, whereas someone who's from a first world country or, or from a country with a lot of access has is used to this machine telling it like, oh, it's this. So don't do that. Yeah, if that makes sense, I don't know if that came out right, if I articulated it right, but um, they tend to find things and, and take care of themselves really well. And Cuban doctors get pulled to go to like Venezuela and Brazil oh, and all this stuff because because they make so many advances like um, without uh, this tech. And I'm pretty sure if you Google it, there's a there's a, a program here in the United States that I think got signed when Barack lifted the embargo yeah. with Cuba. One of the first things that was signed was this partnership with a medical university and these Cuban doctors to uh, test that vaccine here for lung cancer. And it might oh, still wow. be a thing. I got to Google it and look it up. But at the time, I remember it happened. It was like, oh, it gave us access to the stuff that they had discovered because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to partner before because of the embargo. And that was one of the things that kind of came out of it. Um so I, I feel like we're man, we're a decade or two away. Like again, when our kids are grown ups, like some of this stuff you said, the cancer is going to be like, and there'll probably be something new then. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there's always going to be the something. There's always going to be something that the Earth comes up with, to, you know, for population control. We're too smart, man. We're too like we have access to too much information. To like, I think that's the difference between us. I know we talked about this a few episodes ago, where I went, man, maybe progress is not linear. It's like this circular thing. I think maybe the difference now is the access to information is so much faster. It's so much like it's available. We have like an abundance of it almost like uh, and, and maybe that's the difference between us and 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 the civilizations of the past. Who knows, man? I had such yeah, a man. weird, weird time. I had um, 
thing I wanted to hit you on. <laughs> Dude, did you see? Um, so we tested this missile out of a of a destroyer ship, I guess one of our ships. So it was this missile to basically intercept other missiles, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. another country shoots us, yep, yep. this missile, like it, there's a radar system that goes, oh, there's a missile coming and it shoots another missile and shoots that missile down. Right? Yep, yep. So we tested this over the weekend, I think. Or Didn't the we used to call that a Patriot missile back in the early yep, 90s? Back in, yeah, back <laughs> in the day. So the difference is, is, so these missiles right now are on land. So they're somewhere in the United States. We have all these secret bases and facilities where if they detect a missile incoming, they shoot it down. Right. Um, they did these tests of this new type of technology that basically does it off of a warship. So these ships that are in the middle of the ocean, they detect the missile coming and they just shoot it down. Okay. Um, which I thought was like, that's awesome, right? Like, we're never going to get attacked. Like, this is insane. Like, how would you? And I think we talked about this a while back. It's like, you can't get a, You have to sneak attack now, right? That's why you have to do it from the inside because you can't get away with just like right. bombing us. I was reading Especially this Especially if you're poor. Yeah, exactly. You can't be this country that's poor because it's like, we're going to figure it out. So the I was reading this article and it was fascinating because it was all these things I had to consider. And you were in the military, so I'd be curious to see your point of view. But it was basically like, this is a bad thing. And the reason it was a bad thing was because they said the thing that keeps us all honest now is the idea that there is mutual destruction involved. Meaning if I bomb you, I have to expect retaliation. And yeah, we could literally, I mean, it, it, there's enough nuclear warheads on the planet to essentially wipe away mankind. Yes. Right. Right. And so, so, so yes, think keeping is. the U.S. from, say, shooting uh, or nuking Russia is the fear of retaliation from either Russia or anybody else who would go, well, why would you do that? Right. And then nukes us, right? So that keeps the world honest because we're all going, well, we have to protect. So there's layers to this, right? Where you go, well, I can't just bomb you because I have to protect my people. So, and even, and we talked about this before, it was like, even if you assassinate some kind of world leader somewhere or something, you have to expect some kind of retaliation, right? So you have to calculate that into your decision where you go, we do this, they're not just going to go quietly, they're going to do this, right? And so I guess what keeps the world at bay right now is the idea that if you nuke me, I'm going to get you back or I, someone will, right? You know, and I have all these bases worldwide, so you could nuke Russia, and Russia has a base in Cuba, and Cuba's going to nuke you. Like, So that's right, what right. keeps us all like, hey, we'll leave you alone. We're good. So now it's saying, so what the article was saying was that if the U.S. shows this, it's basically showing that the U.S. from all sides, you could basically put warships on both sides of the ocean, uh, east coast, west coast, you know, the south part, wherever we're vulnerable, and you go, we're never going to be able to be attacked right and obviously people are going to come up with technologies to kind of counter this and then it just keeps going in a circle right but it goes what the rest of the world thinks is oh you could attack me now and i can't retaliate so what does that do for you because i know you have nuclear warheads and stuff like that so it basically makes the world less stable because now everyone else gets in an arms race and goes well why would you want that technology if we've all kind of agreed like or there's like a, a an unwritten rule of like, hey, you won't attack me because you're afraid I might attack you back. You're not afraid of that anymore. So what's to keep you the, from attacking me? I still think that if if you launch a nuclear warhead and then it explodes, I don't know, over the ocean, there's still that 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 nuclear fallout. Like you're still destroying the planet. But if it's far enough, I guess if you're not destroying. Like if you're the U.S. right, and and you go, okay, a nuclear warhead was headed this way, and it's on the Pacific. Am I willing to sacrifice? I don't know. Let's say it came from Japan side, mm, small Hawaii. part, of, small part of Oregon or Hawaii. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll sacrifice that for the whole southern coast, south southwest coast of the U.S. Right? Like you go, mm, okay, I can live with that. 
I mean, you know, not now, bro. It, it made sense, though, man, because I thought of, like, it's so true. Like, if you're someone and you go, hey, the only thing keeping us honest right now is the fact that we're all vulnerable. But now you're no longer vulnerable. So, like, now I have to be weird, like, like. I guess on the lookout of like, hey, you're gonna like, are you planning something then? Does that mean you're trying to plan something? And then does it make all these other countries now kind of like fast track their nuclear programs or their war programs? And obviously, we invest way more money in the military than any other country involved. Again, it's not gonna work out for most people, but it, I guess it's the idea of like, why would you even need that? Yeah, man. I mean, you put those things into place because you can never be too safe. I think that as as mm-hmm. as human beings, we we. We're always trying to make things easier, safer, you know, what have you. Um, and I think it's just another another sort of precaution that we will put in place. Now, how would that be interpreted by the rest of the world? I don't know. Um, if you had a if you had a way to better protect your house, if 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 you had, let's say you have you know you got you have your basic home, and then you go, oh shit, you know what? Like I can put a ring. Um, camera in front of my house and so my packages at Christmas time don't get stolen or my packages in general don't get stolen oh wait a minute I can put cameras all around my house oh I can put an alarm right so like and then you make up these things in your head so where you go this is going to protect the things that I that I order it's going to protect my family right and you and so and so you justify it and so I think this is no different. This is just at a bigger level. You go, this is justified because we're protecting the United States. I think so. But I think what they're thinking is like, if, if to use your analogy, I think it's like if we were all neighbors, right? And we all say, and we all own the wrecking ball. And I said, I'm not going to put a wrecking ball through your house because you have one too. Yeah. And so you'll put one through mine. And so the under, so like, I know like, yeah, I could do this, but you're going to hit me back. So that's the only thing keeping me from doing it. Now, suddenly you put up a metal force field around your entire house that that's resistant to wrecking balls. Now, all your neighbors are going to go, this motherfucker is about to start throwing wrecking balls at people. Maybe, man. (laughs) But but like if your neighbors, if you're cool with some of them, but not with others, I'm telling the dudes that I'm cool with that, yo, I don't trust Juan across the street because he and I get into it all the time. And I and and I think that he's a loose cannon. So that's exactly what it is, right? So now you so look at I'm like a China, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you look at a I Russia or Iran. I don't disagree and with Iran it. Iran goes, why do you guys need that? We agree, we weren't going to blow each other up. So now, not now, now there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing incentivizing you to not attack me. And then maybe they get froggy of like, well, now I got to figure out a way to counter that, and maybe I should hit you first because who's now? Maybe you're going to hit me, and you're just putting this in place as a countermeasure. Again, like you said, we're we're, we're so we're, complex. Maybe we're not complex, right? and like, then right. Not. So and so, whatever you, I think that you know, we can make up stories to for support sure. any narrative. Oh, for sure, we all do it. We all do it, yeah. bro. And so, whether it's at a small scale of it's like you know feuding neighbors in a neighborhood versus feuding countries, man, you can make up a narrative and say the U.S. is doing this because they basically want to either you know like conquer the world or they want to keep us all scared or you know whatever it is um whether it's true or not you can make up the narrative who knows man that'll be interesting but listen i love my neighbors um i have to <laughs> i love all y'all if any of you listen i doubt it they're all 100 listen i have, my neighbors are so old i have to reintroduce myself to the one right next door to me every time i meet her it's hilarious she That's goes awesome bro 
I've been here almost two years. Every single time she sees me, what's your name? And I introduce myself and I tell it. And then she goes, when when my husband gets back from the war, he's really, he's going to love you. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've been tempted to ask what war. But then I'm like, I might send her into a frenzy. Because what if she's like, what do you mean? Well, war? everybody knows what war. But right. at this point, I'm calculating her age. It could be World War II. It could be Korea. Nobody knows. This shit's about to get real soon because I'm going to ask. <laughs> but <laughs> it's wild. I love she, my neighbor. Did, did, did she ask you, did you win the lotto? Bro, nah, she's hella old. She wouldn't know, bro. She's, she's like 96, 97. When she takes walks, she has this walker. Yeah. She'll literally stop in front of my house and just sits on her. You know, the walker has a little stool on it yeah. type thing. She'll sit there to take a, a breather. And then we'll literally go, if I'm out there, she'll go, oh, hey, uh, what's your name? Like, we'll literally go through the whole song and dance. Oh, wow. And then the next day, we'll do it again. It's like 51st States, bro. (laughs) Or Groundhog And she'll always tell me to just come over. She'll be like, just come over. Like, knock. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Can you imagine me, this brown guy, just barging in your house? Like, hey, you told me to come over. over. No, it's not going to work. I think she's like late 90s. Oh, wow. Late, late 90s. And no one lives there with her? I think she has a caretaker, and I want to say she has family that comes all the time, but everyone in my neighborhood is hella old. That's what I love about it. I can throw parties. No one can hear it. It's fantastic. <laughs> no one complains about noise because they can't hear it, and then they don't make noise. It's the best living scenario ever. So, listen, if you guys want to live in a great place, just go live where people are retired and, like, on um, Def's waiting room. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's several places in Florida to choose from. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Yo, man, tell them where they can find us. Yo, so we're on uh, Instagram at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, uh, on YouTube at the Carbon Footprint Podcast. We're on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, uh, God, Jill Savin, Ghana, I can't, uh, like so many, um, Podchaser, uh, Pocket Cast, literally, if it exists, we're on it um so that's a lot of places yeah man so so hit us up on there subscribe on there uh rate us on there do everything man keep keep hitting us with comments on on ig man we love it it's so fun to engage uh send us a private messages comment on the photos um but yeah man keep it coming this is so absolutely fun, we're, Absol- we're at uh we're about to approach three thousand uh streams Downloads. yeah and i think it's again I, and i've said this before it took us five months to do the first thousand or four months it's we've averaged a thousand the last two months so it's kept on and this month slightly higher so we're trending high and that's thanks to you guys and keep telling your friends your neighbors your doctors your pizza man whatever man keep keep it going man that's awesome and for those of you guys who are on uh, listen to us on apple um that's probably the best place to like leave a review um so if you can that will help us out um if you can't that's cool too. We'll be back here next week. Yeah, and tell us we suck on there too. Don't feel bad. Like if you don't, Yo, have, yeah. you don't have anything good to say, tell us we suck. Or go on our G page and go. You guys are trash. <laughs> We're good with that. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Or if you, you know, if you have some sports takes that are wrong and you want to discuss them with us, you know, we'll go with it. <laughs> but we appreciate y'all, man. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.